Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Starting Small Music Podcast. I'm your host, Justin McCormick, and today we have a very special guest. We have artist and songwriter, Gabriella Rose. Gabriella grew up around music, having two parents that were musicians, and after putting out numerous songs throughout her teenage years and taking a short break, she is back this year with a new sound for all of us. Gabriella has an awesome story and a lot of big things happening this year. I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and we'll see you at the end. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Starting Small Music Podcast. Today, we have artist and songwriter Gabriella Rose. Gabriella, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. So getting right into your life, where did you grow up and what was your childhood like? So I grew up um, on a, actually on a small farm in California, um, really? in Northern California. Um, yeah, so I, I lived on like, I think, five acres and... I was homeschooled and I was in charge of raising chickens and cows and we had like a hobby farm. So that's where I grew up. Wow. So uh, was music around your house a lot or was that something you kind of got into by yourself? Um, So my mom was actually a musician before she had me and um, that's how her and my dad met. Um, They were recording in a studio and um, they hit it off pretty well and then I happened and then so that led my mom to like stop pursuing music um, and she focused on having me and then so she always raised me and I grew up with just like being around her singing and my dad is a he loves like he's a used to be a producer he's not anymore but anyway so um, they kind of taught me like not they didn't like teach me lessons but they were I was just around it a lot and um, Anyway, so that's music's like in my family. And then I picked up a guitar and I learned how to play off YouTube when I was like nine. And then I just fell in love with it. I kept writing. Totally. What kind of music were your parents playing around the house or what kind of music did they play when they were in the industry? Um, well, my mom was, uh, she really liked Gwen Stefani. And <laughs> yeah. uh, so she was she was from Orange County, so she felt very connected to Gwen Stefani. And so she was, she was very pop centric. And then my dad is very eighties. And so I grew up with like Gwen Stefani and the talking heads. And so I would, my anyways, and then my mom is um, pretty involved in the church. And so she would play gospel music as well. And so I also learned how to play like Christian music, gospel music, growing up in the church stuff so totally so would you say that's kind of the first music you listened to that really wanted you to get into music yourself that kind of like made you feel a connection to something like that yeah yeah I'd say that Johnny Cash's gospel record was probably what really got me into it so yeah oh that's so cool so who were uh like around your town where you start did you start playing with some local musicians were you playing by yourself I know you said you were homeschooled was it kind of hard to find people to play with growing up yeah, so <laughs> I was homeschooled and I kind of played with my brother um, and I didn't really get super like really connected into playing gigs until I moved to Washington um, and we moved to another farm, not necessarily a working farm, but we had like animals and um, I went to an open mic night because I decided I was ready to start performing and it was at this little music venue in Spokane called The Bartlett 
and I just played way over the time I was supposed to. I played like <laughs> for a half hour or something. And um, and then the the owner of the venue just really started mentoring me, and um, I got connected to like the local scene there, and it was really fantastic. Is this around the age you started writing your own original material too? Yeah, I started writing my original songs probably around like 13, 14, um, not very good, but you know, everyone starts somewhere. No, so. totally. Yeah. So, uh, you went, you were homeschooled, uh, throughout high school, you said too, as well. Um, so I was homeschooled up until, uh, eighth or ninth grade. Um, and then I transitioned to public school, um, and finished out high school, but I've moved around a lot. So it's like, I've been to like, 10 different schools. So. Oh, wow. So coming out of high school, did you just write into going into music right out of high school or did you go to college coming out? Um, yeah. So I kind of took a break, uh, during the pandemic. Um, it hit music pretty hard. And so I took a break, got a job. I was like a sonic car hop for a year. So I was like a roller skating server. And then, um, so I did that for a year and then I just kind of like left music aside and I was just like I don't have time for this I can't play anywhere and then um I got back into it um I did go to college but I just this year I really just was like okay let's let's start let's start over again and so um it's been a little bit of a break um and I'm getting back into the swing of things but yeah so kind of getting into the music you're working on now I see that you're working with manager and producer Jeffrey David who works with Echo Smith. How did you guys meet and uh, what's that relationship been like for you? Um, so we actually met my grandparents were having dinner at a place called Tony's on the Lake um, in here in Coeur d'Alene and he he heard Jeffrey talking about how he had he lived in Pasadena part-time and my grandparents were like well, we live in Pasadena, let's meet up. And um, so they started talking and Jeffrey was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a producer for a band called Echo Smith. And so my grandpa texts me and he's like, have you heard of a band named Echo Smith? And I was like, yeah, grandpa, like how, what are you doing? Like, where are you? <laughs> and so he sent like a picture with him. And then um, my grandpa, of course, was like, well, my daughter, my granddaughter does music and you got to meet her. And Jeffrey was kind of like, yeah, okay, like everyone does music, you know, everyone's granddaughter does music. So, but then Jeffrey actually listened to it and um, he decided he signed me to his like new la uh, label. And so we've been working together ever since. Congratulations, that's so awesome. So have oh, you gotten you. have you gotten to write with uh, Echo Smith at all or got to be mentored by them at all? Um, so I haven't written with Echo Smith. Um, I do pre like, I do write most of my own songs, but I have, been able to meet two of the band members and I mean they're crazy they're always like touring huge stuff so um but I have been able to meet um yeah two of the band members and Jeffrey and just they've been mentoring me on lots of stuff that you know small time people just don't even know about like hair and <laughs> makeup and social media and all that kind of stuff so yeah as someone uh, who makes music too, and like is really into like looking at the songwriters and every part of the music industry, I, I looked into who like uh, you kind of have like in your sessions, and I saw like you even have like big players like Greg Bissonette, like the touring drummer for Ringo Starr. What's it like to have such legendary musicians playing on your new music? It's actually insane because um, I play guitar, but 
they would say that I don't because I'm like not good. And so I was sitting there and all of a sudden, so like we did 10 songs and we did it in 12 hours and they tracked each song in like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And then Greg just gets on there and he's like, he's just a ma- like a, a monster player. And so they were so sweet to me, but I was just sitting there being like, oh my gosh, like it had now been launched into like the big time players. And I'm like, I got to catch up. I got to catch up. And so they're just so sweet, so humble and like so encouraging. And Greg is just like, you got to meet him. He's amazing. He's (laughs) so sweet. So out of, uh, you've had several singles out of 2018 and 2019 before you took a little break. Do you have a favorite one that you released during that time period? Yeah. Um, let me think. I know that's like asking who your favorite kid is, but. (laughs) Well, I, okay. So my favorite would probably be lost in translation. Um, and then my least, I'll say my least favorite, it's The Chair. That's not, that's Is there a not. Reason? Well, I was a, um, I was kind of an annoying kid and I had read Truman Capote's In Cold Blood about like the death penalty. And I just thought that I would be the voice for that. And I wrote a song called The Chair about the electric chair. And I just get such cringe whenever I listen to it. It's like, dude, you're like, 15 you just read a book for the first time and now you're gonna like talk about this complex thing so yeah i think that's dumb <laughs> now was lost in translation was your debut single correct yes so how uh how was that putting your first uh how did you make that decision to put make that your first single to release to the people so i had a um a producer that i worked with chris molitor and i showed up with like a I used to write all of my music in little notebooks. And so I showed up with like 10 notebooks and he was like, okay, we got, we can't do 10 notebooks of songs. So he was looking through them and he saw Lost in Translation and he was like, that name sounds familiar. And I was like, yeah, I wrote it about the movie, um, Lost in Translation. And he was like, well, that's really interesting. And so he helped me put together um, the single um, and kind of create a vision for it. So it's like kind of like a 50s, 60s, um, pop inspired song. Um, and so he kind of orchestrated the sound of it. And, um, yeah, and it was probably the most playable song of the hundreds in the notebooks. So, yeah. So coming out of your last single in 2019, Teenage Fantasy, how does that music compare to the music you're working on now? Yeah. So Teenage Fantasy was like a complete, 360 stylistically um and i tried to like take a dip into electronic pop and it's not necessarily i love that genre but you know i love a lot of genres and doesn't mean that i can necessarily do it and so this new album is very cowboy pop so kind of very inspired by like johnny cash or um orville peck kind of like that western 50s cowboy stuff lots of saddles and boots and horses and things like that (laughs) totally now i like to close all my interviews out by asking my guests uh if if there's something that you've learned during your time like trying to pursue this career as a musician and uh kind of what your advice would be to people that are pursuing music you know yeah i'd say that especially if you're young in the industry there's a like two things especially being like a young woman um there's going to be a lot of people that are going to try to 
pressure you into becoming someone that you necessarily don't want to be. And as long as you know your boundaries, you know who you are and what you're comfortable doing and what you're comfortable with being like, you know, just because something's necessarily trending or something is like something is going to look good from a marketing standpoint, it doesn't mean that you need to be that. And um, I just think that and also for young people, like a lot of people had an identity crisis when I turned 20 because I'm not a teenager anymore. And it's like you can still make good music after you're like just because you're not 15 anymore. You know, you don't have to be that 15, 16 year old prodigy. You can do music well into your 70s, 80s, like Iggy Pop. You know, music is for everyone. Well, guys, there you have it. My conversation with Gabriella Rose. Gabriella, thank you again so much for coming on the show. I had a great time talking with you. Everyone go follow her on Instagram at Gabriella dot rose dot music i want to give a big thank you to tbd coffee co for being the official coffee of starting small music check them out at tbdcoffeeco.com and make sure to come back next week to hear my conversation with hit songwriter for big loud rocky block check out starting small music on youtube to see all the video content from our interviews and also follow starting small music on instagram at starting small music and let us know who you'd like to hear on the podcast next and remember everyone starts small